you for coming quickly let's open our bibles let's open our bibles to Ephesians chapter 4 verse 30 and on to you we lift our voice in praise you are the lamb upon the truth Ephesians chapter 4 verse 30 look at what it says and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let us read again Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 13 to 14. Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 13 to 14. Remember what it says here. It said, You have been sealed with the Holy Spirit for the day of redemption. Now look at this. Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 13 to 14 it said, And you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Having believed, somebody say, Having believed. believed. Having believed, you were marked. Somebody say, Marked. marked. Somebody say, marked. marked. You were marked in Him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So, now, we're going to come back to this scripture again, but I want us to read that last scripture. Ephesians, the same Ephesians chapter 2, the same Ephesians chapter 2, from verse 8 to 9, these are the places are what the, the, the word of God preparing today will anchor. Chapter 2, from verse 8 to 9, look at what it says. For it is by grace you have been what? Saved. Are you with me, everybody? I want you to pay attention, please. It is what? For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this from yourself, it is the gift of God. The next verse, verse 9. Not by works, so that no one can boast. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, now go back to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13 So the Bible said that Having believed You were marked in him With a seal The promised Holy Spirit Hallelujah <laughs> Now what condition to this Holy Ghost can somebody tell me what is the condition to receive the Holy Ghost? Having believed, 
today is that we are asking for what has already been given. See, the day I realized this thing, I was delivered, I was set free. There is a teaching in the body that makes it look like you need to ask for the Holy Ghost when the Holy Ghost has already been given. Can you see it from this scripture? Hallelujah. Can you see it from this scripture? The Bible says, Having believed, you have now been sealed with the Holy Ghost of promise. Meaning that the moment you believe in Jesus, the Holy Ghost comes upon you. That's right. That means the Holy Ghost is the identifier. The Holy Ghost is the marker. The Holy Ghost is the seal. The thing that identifies that you are not you know, you not belong to God. So without the Holy Ghost, you do not belong to God. That's what it means. So why are we now asking for another Holy Ghost when the Holy Ghost is in us? Already? You know what the devil wants you to do? The devil always wants to confuse you with things. You know, I was talking to somebody recently and I said, I said, Christianity is so simple. But the problem is that we have people who want to mystify what has been demystified. Is somebody paying attention tonight? Christianity has been demystified. It was mystery in the Old Testament. Hallelujah. But the mystery is now revealed in who? In Christ. So you cannot have Jesus and you are still having mystery. Hello. You cannot have Jesus. And you are still talking about mystery. It's only hidden to unbelievers. Are you with me? Not to believers. Because the Holy Ghost duty was to reveal all truth. Is that true? The Holy Ghost duty was to make known all truth. Now, if the Holy Ghost is here and believers don't know the truth, it means what you are saying is that the Holy Ghost is not working. It's an indictment to the Holy Ghost that the Holy Ghost is here and believers don't know the truth. So what is going on? The problem is that people want to know what was already... People are asking for what has already been released. The Holy Ghost is already given to you. Glory to God. You don't need to ask God for the Holy Ghost anymore. Hallelujah. All you need to do is to believe in Jesus. The moment you believe in Jesus, the Holy Ghost is in you. You don't need to fall on the ground to receive the Holy Ghost. You don't need any drama to receive the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is already in you. The Holy Ghost is already in you. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is already there. You have Him already. You have the fullness of God already inside you. Glory. It is not half. It is the fullness of God. The Holy Ghost. The promise of the Father. 
Jesus said, if I don't go, the promise of the Father cannot come. What is the the Father? In the Old Testament, it has been prophesied that the day will come that the Holy Ghost will be poured out upon all flesh. Glory to God. That is the promise God gave to His children that He's going to now put His Spirit inside them. No longer will the Holy Ghost visit. No longer will the Holy Ghost come, you know, when there is a need. No, the Holy Ghost is now within you. That's what the that's the promise of the Father. He said, I will I will write the laws in their heart. Hallelujah! So now that you are a believer, now that you are born again, you have the Holy Ghost. You have the Holy Ghost. You don't need another ceremony to receive the Holy Ghost. You already have Him. Hi. <laughs> you see, when I realized this, it changed my mind. Because everything I have known before was that oh, you need to keep asking God for the Holy Ghost. You need to keep asking. It's like the Holy Ghost is far. You know, when you pray and pray enough, or when you fast and fast enough, and then the Holy Ghost will not come. Cannot say I can feel the presence of the Holy Ghost now. Now the Holy Ghost is already inside you. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna show you why you don't feel the presence. He's already there. The moment you give your life to Jesus, he's there. He comes in and make a board with you. He comes in and stays with you. That's what the Bible says. That's the scriptures. Hallelujah. He said, We have been sealed. Somebody says sealed. Do you know what it means to be to seal something? It means to put a mark, a mark of ownership. You belong to God, and because you have given your life, having believed, you have been sealed with the Holy Ghost. Do I have believers in the house? If you're a believer, let me hear your hallelujah very loud. So, if you're a believer, what does it mean? That you have the Holy Ghost. Yeah. You have the Holy Ghost. Every believer has the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. You know, I wish believers will understand this thing. It changes everything. You know what the devil always wants you to, to feel? Like you don't have what you already have. And when you feel like that, you feel inadequate. You feel powerless. So you are asking for the power that has already been given to you. But God doesn't want you to feel inadequate. God wants you to realize that you already have Him. You have Him already. Are you hearing me? You don't need another Holy Ghost. The one you have is enough. Amen. Is somebody listening to me tonight? The Holy Ghost you have is all you need. You don't need another Holy Ghost. Praise God. Praise God. So how do I know the Holy Ghost is in me? How do I know the Holy Ghost is in me? Galatians chapter 5 from verse 22 to 23. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 23 22 to 23 Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus
but the fruit of the Spirit. So, the fruit of the Holy Ghost. The fruit of the Holy Ghost that is already inside you will produce what? Love. Will produce joy. Will produce peace. Will produce patience. Will produce kindness, goodness, faithfulness. So, how do I know I have the Holy Ghost? Because I bear the fruits of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is there to produce the fruit of love. To produce the fruit of gentleness, self-control. The fruit of kindness. The fruit of patience. That's His work. That's His work. So every believer is expected to experience this thing. Every believer that has the Holy Ghost. Every believer has the Holy Ghost. So every believer is expected to experience love. To bear the fruit of love. To bear the fruit of gentleness. To bear the fruit of patience. Self-control. Peace. Hallelujah. So for somebody who says, you know, Pastor, I agree with you, but how come I am not producing these fruits? How come, you know, I, I am struggling? Let me tell you what it is. It's not that you don't need another Holy Ghost. Because the one you were given at salvation is enough. The problem is that you are not yielding to Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you go to go back to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30, you are not yielding to the Holy Ghost. You are not yielding to the Spirit of God to take over you. You are not letting Him. You are not allowing Him. You are not giving Him room. And you become a slave to whoever you yield yourself to. And look at what Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30 says. I say, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were what? Dealed. Day of redemption. Now, do not what grieve. So how how do you grieve the Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit is giving you an instruction and you refuse to obey? When the Holy Spirit is giving you and uh, is telling you what to do and you are you are you you are stubborn, you are the Spirit of God, and you cannot see the manifestation of the Spirit if you grieve Him. You cannot experience the fullness of the advantage of the Spirit if you grieve Him. It will lead you. That's why you are still going through that challenge. That's why you are still suffering that issue. Even though the Holy Ghost has given you instructions, even though the Holy Ghost has told you what to do, but you have refused to do it. But you see, there's something about the Holy Ghost is that He cannot override will. The Holy Ghost cannot force you. The Bible said, He does not force His will on us, but He makes us what? Willing. The Holy Ghost is persistent, but the Holy Ghost is not forceful. Hello? And let me tell you, the Holy Ghost does not speak twice. He speaks once and He will be there, waiting for you, until you obey. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
comes and tells you this is what I want you to do and you refuse to do what the Holy Ghost tells you to do who will be there waiting for you and you will suffer for years sometimes he will go ask to other people to tell you and then that's what I remember oh my god I heard the Holy Ghost tell me these things hallelujah hallelujah so how do I get filled you know like I said the Holy Ghost is indwelling in you right the Holy Ghost is inside of you but you can still live like he's not there why because you are not acknowledging him why because you are not you are not yielding your 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 members to him the bible said yield your body yield your vessels yield your members let god use you the truth is that you still have the willpower so you can decide not to let god you can decide not to let the holy ghost interfere you can decide to be still doing things by your own self even when the holy ghost is there to help you you can refuse the help of the holy ghost because you have the willpower to do that and the spirit of god is not forceful but he makes us willing so what do i do as a believer to take advantage of the exponential power that god has given us what do i do as a child of god to take advantage of the power of the holy ghost that is already in the inside of me the holy ghost is not coming inside the holy ghost is already inside now how do i take advantage of the holy ghost i yield to the spirit somebody say okay pastor how do i yield to the spirit study the word obey the word the holy ghost cannot lead you outside the world anytime you begin to do anything that is outside the word of god the holy ghost is grieved hallelujah hallelujah some people are waiting you know i i i've shared this thing several growing up as a christian you know I, I, at a point i used to be worried i said god why are you not speaking to me you know some people will come and they will say oh the holy ghost told me yesterday the holy ghost i said wow why why is my own different why am i not hearing these voices that these people are hearing and i went to god and i was praying and the holy spirit began to tell me he said i am i am there suddenly i began the, the, i began to hear the consoling voice of god inside me so something just began to speak to me he said I'm, i've always been with you i've always been there and let me tell you the greatest medium which the holy ghost will speak to you is through the word of god hallelujah you know some of us we, we, we are expect we always want the spectacular we, we like the drama but you see the word of god when you read the word not just reading the word like it's a literature when you meditate on the word and you obey the word obey the word the word of god says do not steal if you go and steal you have disobeyed the word and you have grieved the holy ghost so the only way the holy ghost can have access to you is when you obey the word 
Are you hearing me? Because some people need the Holy Ghost for 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 some things. They need to use the Holy Ghost. They want to use Him for what they want to do, but they don't want to obey the voice of the Spirit. They don't want to obey the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You don't want to obey Him, but you want to use Him. About it. So do drama. No. The Holy Ghost is not interested in drama. The Holy Ghost is interested in you. Some people say I need it so that I can I can prophesy to people, so that I can tell people there are issues. What about you? Dealt with your issues. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is not interested in what you want to do with him. The Holy Ghost is interested in what he will do in you. Some of us are so interested in power so that we can use it to brag, so that we can use it for fame. But the Holy Ghost wants to give you power that will change you. Hallelujah! The Holy Ghost wants to give you power that will transform you first. Power to overcome that addiction in your life. It's not about other people. You see, most times what I see is that people are asking for God, not for themselves, so that they can go and help other people. When they are in need, when God comes to you, He doesn't come to you to, 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 to help other people. He's coming to you for you. Glory to God. God is coming to help you first. It is when you have been helped. Hey! Are you with me tonight? It is when you have what? You have been helped. You have been delivered. You have been set free. And then you cannot call other people and say, Come on, this is what God did for me. This is how God did it for me. That is ministry. But a lot of people are still going through stuff they have not dealt with. But they are asking for the Holy Ghost to help other people. And that's what Jesus, that is hypocrisy. And that is the Pharisee spirit we have in church. And that's what Jesus was trying to condemn when he said, he told the Pharisees. He said, you guys, he said, you have a, a blank in your own eyes. But you are interested in the fleet in another person's eyes. He said, why not first of all remove the blank in your eyes so that you can see clearly to remove the fleet in another person's eyes. Hallelujah. And that is what our generation needs. When I ask for the Holy Ghost, I'm asking for the Holy Ghost for myself. Not because I need power to do miracles. Not because I need power to heal the sick. First, the Holy Ghost comes to me and heals me first. Praise God. Deliver me first. Break the yokes in my life first. And when that is done, and I have an understanding of what the power of the Holy Ghost is like. And then, so when I go to somebody and I'm speaking about the power of the Holy Ghost, I'm not speaking theory. I'm speaking an experiential knowledge of what God has already done for me. And I can duplicate it. I can tell you, this is what God did for me. This is what God, how God changed me. Hallelujah. So when the power of the Holy Ghost is upon you, you as a believer, you have that power. It's in you. But the way to yield to the Holy Ghost, the way to increase, the way to be filled in that power is to what? Is to 
yield to his word to the word of God obey the word of God as you study the word of God the Holy Ghost begin to do things inside you you see as you are reading the word and when you get to a place where the Holy Ghost said do not avenge vengeance is mine and already you are planned to go and revenge and the word of God begin to talk to you that's the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit begin to tell you you don't need to revenge vengeance is God's and the Holy Ghost begin to tell you you don't need to fight that battle the battle is mine that's the Spirit of God dealing with you that's the Spirit of God talking to you and telling you what you need to do and when you begin to yield to the word of God when you begin to do yield, yield to the instructions of the word of God suddenly you are into a relationship with the Holy Ghost you are into it. The, the, the activity of the Holy Ghost begins to increase in your life that's how to increase the activity of the Holy Ghost in your life yield to the word yield to the word it's not about the drama it's not about the activity it's not, no 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 it's not about those things it's about doing the bible says it's he that does that get blessed it's not the hearers alone but the doers the moment you begin to activate the word of god follow the word do justice follow what the word of god says the Holy Ghost begin to increase his activity. That's what that means. You have become friendship. You have a friendship with the Holy Spirit now. Because according as the because the, the interpreter of the word is the Holy Ghost. Because as you are reading the word, what you are reading is letter. But the Holy Ghost is speaking, is going directly, addressing issues, taking your mind back to those challenges, taking your mind back to the things that you need to make adjustment on. And as you begin to make those adjustments, as you begin to take those corrections, as you begin to turn. That, that's that thing those things the Holy Ghost becomes your friend Amen how many of you have if you have uncles or your father or somebody that is elderly to you do you know that if you always listen to them if you always seek their advice if you always heed to their social what happens they become very friends. They, are, they become your friends. It's natural. When you are always listening to the Holy Ghost, you become the Holy Ghost friend. He's there. But the problem is that you are not listening. You are always trying to do your own things. You will stop. One of God will give you instruction. You will not follow the instruction of the word of God. You want to do your own things. You live by the flesh, not by the word. Spirit. When the Bible says yield yourself to the Spirit, it's not talking about one one mystic mystic voice that will speak to you and say, eh, eh, eh. no, 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 please. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. The Word of God is the power that the Holy Ghost works with. So when you know the Word, when you study the Word. When you follow the word, the Holy Ghost begins to speak to you concerning the word. That's when you begin to make adjustment in your life. You will see that there is no need to fight. 
you will see that there is no need to quarrel. You will see that there is no need to, to take that action that you want to take that will result to, 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 to problems in your life. You will start conducting your life in such a way that is pleasing to God. Thank you, Jesus. Now let me 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 share a picture with you. What the picture looks like is you see, God is the Father. Amen. God created man and man sinned, went outside the plan of God. So God Himself came through Jesus and paid the price, right? And paid the price that will now anybody that accepts Jesus has now come back to God. Is that true? Now, but the truth is that you are still on the you need the only way to live a Christian life on the earth is through the Holy Ghost. So God supplies the Holy Ghost. Now that Holy Ghost is the one that will direct you. The Holy Ghost is so you cannot do in fact for you to understand the word of God, for you to be able to make any change in your life. It is through the instructions of the Holy Ghost that you get. So the word of God means nothing. That is why, okay, how come unbelievers read this same word and they don't understand it? How come? Amen. How come? Other people, unbelievers, they read this same word, but it doesn't make any meaning. It doesn't make the same meaning it means to you, to them. Why? Because they don't have the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the one that interprets the word. The Holy Ghost is the one that brings you. The Bible said that He will what? He will convict men of sin. It's the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost. How does He guide you? Does He tell you, oh, yeah, take this step. Take this step. No. He guides you through the word. So you can be in an office and somebody is targeting you to destroy you, to harm you, and you go back home and as you are studying the word, the word of God begins to tell you that vengeance is mine, says the Lord, do not have it. And then you listen to the word of God, you go back to the office and you don't pay the person back. What have you done? You have obeyed the Holy Ghost through the instruction of the word. Listen, listen, let me tell you. Forget all the drama. If you can study the word and follow the word of God through the instruction of the Holy Ghost, you, your life, you will see that your life will be going well. I'm telling you the truth. You will not suffer any wreck. Most of the problem and challenges people go through is that they leave the things that God has already provided them. They're looking for something more. A lot of people have entered into all diverse kinds of problems, entered into manipulators, entered into all kinds of manipulation, entered into the hands of false prophets and false teachers. Why? Because they are looking for what God has already given them. And that is what the devil does. The devil makes you feel like you are not complete. The devil makes you feel like you need more. You need more. That's what the enemy keeps telling you. You need more. But all you have is enough. The Bible said, He that thinks he has not, even what he has will what? Will he take it away from you? That's exactly what happened. Because you always feel that you need more. You don't have enough. 
Bible saying in your quest even the one you have will be taken away may God protect us and may we not fall into the hand of the evil people in the name of Jesus Christ so what God is telling us tonight is that the Holy Ghost is already in us as believers that's what the word of God is saying you already have the Holy Ghost so what do you do with the Holy Ghost yield to him yield how do I yield to the Holy Ghost studying the word obeying what the word of God says aligning my life according to the word of God as I begin to do that, I will begin to experience a relationship. I will begin to experience a relationship. You begin to discover that you don't really like what other people like. You don't yield to the flesh. You don't yield to the lusts of this life. But you are conforming the Bible said, be ye transformed by what? the renewing of your mind. And Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. Quickly, look, let's look at that. I think Ephesians said, yes, 5, 5, 18. Yes, 5, 18. Look at that. Look at that. He said, Ephesians, 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 not Galatians. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. Hallelujah. Are you getting blessed tonight? Let me hear your hallelujah. Now look at what he said. Do not be what? Drunk on wine which lead to debauchery. Instead, be what? Be filled. Can you go to you you NL, NL, NLT, NLT, yes, NLT, New Living Translation. Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be what? Can I hear somebody say it? Be filled with the Holy Ghost. How? yielding to God you see being filled with the Holy Ghost is is uh, is, uh, is, is, is like to being drunk it's like being immersed that's what it, that's what it means when it says being baptized it's like you are immersed you know when you carry uh, 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 um, Maybe a, 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 a cup or something, an object, and you put that thing in, into the water. Completely immersed. What does it mean? That water begins to penetrate every area of that person's life. So being filled with the Holy Ghost is when you allow the Holy Ghost to have access to every area of your life. That's what it means. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me now? So it's not like, you know, uh, being drunk, they say drunk in the Holy Ghost. Maybe you will not be uh, shaking and and doing like a drunkard. No, that's not what it means. What it means, <laughs> praise God. Oh God. Being drunk in the Holy Ghost does not mean you will not be, you know, mm -mm. that's not being drunk. You, you, you know my problem with that? I keep asking myself, people that get drunk and they're doing all this, they finish it and go, wow, what changed? be like that. I used to believe it. Are you listening to me now? I used to believe that being drunk with the Holy Ghost is when, you know, you are in that ecstasy. 
you in that in that uh, ecstasy. But I, I I have questions. Amen. I said to ask myself questions. I said, okay, so I get to that ecstasy because I've been there. I've gotten to that point when you know I have that kind of experience where I'm just shaking. I am all I am, and then when I finish, I come down and I ask myself, so what? So what? And after that, I go back again. I have the same experience, and I'm asking myself, okay, what changed? Recite. I said, this scripture must mean something beyond this drunk. This scripture must mean something beyond feeling like you are drunk. As what it means to be drunk in the Holy Ghost. It must be something beyond that. And then when I began to recite, I be, the Holy Ghost began to open my mind. When you are drunk in the Holy Ghost is when you have allowed the Holy Ghost to, 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 to penetrate into every area of your life. Being drunk in the Holy Ghost is when you have allowed the Word of God to rule your heart. Some of us have not given some area of our life to the Word, to, to God. He said, okay, Holy Ghost, uh, you will take this one. He said, don't put my money, don't touch my money. You are not drunk. <laughs> you are not drunk in the Holy Ghost yet. He said, Holy Ghost, um, okay. But you see, I can give you everything. But you see, this is my marriage. Holy Ghost, just leave it there. Don't come there. Now, when you have not allowed the word of God to penetrate every area of your life, you are not drunk yet. A man that is drunk is a man that has yielded himself. A man that has become vulnerable to God. A man that has allowed the word of God to rule their life. That is what this scripture means. This scripture does not mean that somebody is jumping and somebody is dancing and you are getting drunk and that is the drunken in the Holy Ghost. Like I shared with you, I believed it before. I was even, I also even get drunk. But at the point, I said, let me get out that scripture again. I said, no, this scripture must mean something. So what will God benefit from making you jump up and down and down and then after that, so what? And then what happens? But being drunk in the Holy Ghost is when you have allowed God to fill you. When the Word of God takes over your mind. When everything you do, everything you say, God is involved. You are allowing God. You are allowing God to enter into every chamber of your life. Every chamber of your existence. You don't compromise. You let God heal. That's what it means to be drunk. That's what it means to lose your senses. We're not talking about the physical senses now. Because we are likely to being drunk when a man loses physical senses. No! Talking about physical senses, we're talking about spiritual sense. Glory to God. When you lose your your flesh, when flesh no longer rules you, when the spirit is what controls you, you are drunk. Because a man that sees you, a man that sees you, they say, ah, this is abnormal. You know, when you begin to act in a way that it's no longer normal for the human being, because the normal human being will be afraid. The normal human being will, will want to fight back when somebody hurts them. The normal human being will want to, you know, retaliate. The normal human being will want to say wrong words. The normal human being, but you are not behaving normal. That's what it means to be drunk. Is somebody listening to me tonight? When you are no longer behaving normal, 
when you are no longer a normal human being because the normal human being do things in the normal way but your way is different and somebody can look at you and say this guy something is wrong with you are you okay and that's why you tell a drunk man is that true that's what you tell a drunk man are you okay why are you misbehaving <laughs> you have the Holy Ghost you will misbehave by misbehavior, I'm not saying you are missing your step. By misbehavior, I'm not saying you are speaking the wrong words. By misbehavior, I'm saying that you are going against the normal way of acting, the normal way of behavior, the normal way. The Bible said, How does it look normal when it says rejoice in every circumstance? When things bad happen, you are rejoicing. Any man that sees you will say you are not normal. Are you with me now? How can you be normal? You just lost some millions and you come out and say glory to God. Everybody looks at you and says, What is wrong with this man? That is being drunk in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. That is being drunk in the Holy Ghost. That is what it means. That's what the scripture say. When the natural way of you know reacting and you go above it when people see you they say ah something is not okay the Bible says when there is a casting down we will say there is a lifting up is it normal that's only a drunk person that does that that's what this means when the Bible says do not be drunk with wine but be you are filled with the Holy Ghost when you go out of your senses, you know the drunkard, a drunkard says things out of their senses. Is that true? They go outside their senses. God wanted to get into relationship with the Holy Ghost to the extent that you are no longer in your right mind. I didn't see people that in scriptures, people that Jesus prayed for had an encounter with and they, they began to misbehave as in believers I didn't see any case where the disciples of Jesus began to misbehave there was no case like that what God wants us to do is to be filled with Him be filled with God be filled with God in every area in every aspect of your life be filled with God let God control you whatever you are doing about God. That's when you, that's when the Holy Ghost begins to bear fruit. Galatians chapter 5 now, 22. That's when the Holy Ghost begins to bear the fruit of love. That's when to be drunk. That's what it means to be drunk. When you are patient. When ordinarily you are not supposed to be patient. You are patient. That's what it means to be drunk. Can you get me that scripture please? When you have peace in the midst of chaos you are drunk. Look at it. He said, but what? The Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. A man that is drunk in the Holy Ghost is a man that loves when he's supposed to hate. A man that is drunk in the Holy Ghost is a man that has joy when ordinarily he's supposed to be kind. A man that is drunk in the Holy Ghost is a man that has peace when there is chaos. A man that is drunk in the Holy Ghost is a man that has patience. 
when you should react abruptly. A man that has the Holy Ghost is a man that is kind. When he is ordinarily, naturally not supposed to be kind. A man that has the Holy Ghost is a man that shows goodness when evil prevails. A man that has the Holy Ghost is a man that shows faithfulness when men are faithless. A man that Holy Ghost is a gentleman. He's not a proud man. A man that Holy Ghost has self-control. Hallelujah. This is what it means to be drunk in the Holy Ghost. When you are bearing the fruits of the Holy Ghost. So how can you bear the fruit? Do you need to pray for the fruit? No. The fruit what? The moment you start searching the world, everything falls, eh? rises and falls in the world. As you study the world, as you make the world part of you, God is changing you. The Bible says we are being what? Transformed into the same image. Transform into the same image. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we be on our feet tonight? Ask the Holy Ghost to fill you. Lord, fill me. I yield my body. I yield my mind. Make that commitment tonight. Make that commitment tonight. I yield my faculties. I yield every area of my life. I submit it under the leading of the Holy Ghost. I submit it under the power of the Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit, take over me. He's listening to you tonight. He's with you tonight. Ask him to take over. Ask him to lead you. Ask him. Lead me, Jesus. Ask him to lead you. Ask him to lead you. Ask him to lead you. Take over. Take over. Take over. Rule over my heart. Rule over my mind. Rule over my heart. I yield to you. I yield to you. I yield to you. I submit myself. I submit my mind. I submit my intellect. I submit my faculties. I submit my body. The Bible says, Present your body a holy sacrifice unto the Lord. A reasonable sacrifice. Present your body. Present your body. Yield your body right now. Yield your hand. That your hand will only follow the word of God. Will only follow the instructions of the Spirit. Yield your leg. That your leg will only go where the Spirit of God instructs you. Yield your eyes. That your eyes will only see the things that pleases the Lord. Yield your ear. That your ears will only listen to the things that pleases the Lord. Yield your mouth. That your mouth will only speak of only God. Yield your mind. That your mind will only think. Your mind will only of God yield your bodies yield your members yield your members for the use of God yield your members for the use of God yield your members yield your members give them up to God tonight God want to use your life 
God wants to use your mind. God wants to use your body. God wants to use you. You are the representative of God upon the earth. He wants to use you to show of His goodness. Use your mind. Use your body. Use your body. Let Him rule over you. Let Him rule over you. That's how to get drunk in the Holy Ghost. That's how to get drunk in the Holy Ghost. Let Him rule over you. Let Him rule over you. Let Him rule over you. That's how to get drunk. That's how to be filled. Yield your body. Yield your mind. Yield your mind. Halato sekatata la kuya. Ene brete kete kete. Yato sata kapala kete kete ya. I yield my mind, Lord Jesus. I yield my body. I yield my hand, my leg, every member of my body. I yield it to you, Jesus. I yield it to you. Use it for your glory. 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 La hika pasata ya kusia. Beche kete 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 le bus. Baje bete kete le gabaha. Use it for your glory. Use it for your glory. I use my body. That be used for your glory. Let me eat the fruits of the spirit. Let me bear the fruit of the spirit. I exhibit the fruit of love. The fruit of patience, the fruit of, of patience, the fruit of self-control, the fruit of freshness, the fruit of gentleness, the fruit of peace, the fruit of joy, the fruit, the fruit of the Holy Ghost, the fruit of the Holy Ghost. The fruit of the Holy Ghost. The fruit of the Holy Ghost. Use me, Lord. 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 Use me,
Use me, Jesus. Use me for your glory. I yield my life. I yield my life. I yield my mind. I yield my mind. I yield my members. It is for your glory alone. It is for your glory alone. Use me for your glory. 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 Oh, use me, use me, use me. Use me, use me, use me. Use me, Lord, use me, Lord. Use me for your glory. Use me for your glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.